0: Welcome back, folks, to the Windy City Wire podcast. Yes, if you didn't listen to our last episode, we have changed our name to the Windy City Wire podcast. It was formerly known as the Waldron Deck Tailgate podcast, but we decided to change it to just encompass some more sports, not just football. And that's what we're just gonna, we're going to be doing tonight. We got our resident Blackhawks expert James Moracy, on the podcast, and returning to the podcast for a second time. Is James's cousin uh Nick Marisi. Guys, it's great to have you back and I'm really looking forward to z- this episode.
1: What's going on, guys? It's uh it's a pleasure to be with you again, uh talking some Blackhawks, a little bit of bulls, maybe some Super Bowl. Um But I've been good uh out in Arizona still. Played a round of uh eighteen with my dad this morning, so all's good over here and uh the Blackhawks they're rolling, so we're pretty fired up.
2: Yeah. I mean, gentlemen, thanks for having me back again. Um, enjoyed it so much the first time around. Uh, had to run it back. Um, James, I'm jealous. Uh, it's actually 28 degrees here in Texas. So, yes, it does get cold in Texas. It is. Um, it's a real thing. Um, and uh, I would love to have played golf this morning. So I where good. did you play? Uh we played over at the T P C
1: Scottsdale Champions course. So not the not the waste management.
2: Not a big deal.
1: No, I mean, well sorry boys, but yeah, it was a nice course. It wasn't um too challenging, but uh yeah, I had a great time. It's a good run. It's legit.
0: Very nice. Well guys, it's glad to have you i ba- I'm glad to have you back on and uh Nick, you're welcome anytime. Just let us know. Um but first of all, let's just jump into um, quick Super Bowl thoughts. The Super Bowl took place this past Sunday, two days ago, I think. Um, yeah, it was, uh, feels like it's gone on forever, as I just finished a two-and-a-half-hour live lecture on Zoom. Uh, thank you. Shout-out to the University of Illinois. Um, but yeah, the Buccaneers pretty much um, uh, destroyed the Chiefs. Um, so I, this final score was 31-9. to 9. Buccaneers looked in control for most of the game. Um, is that
1: Yeah, I mean Bucks dominated most of the game. It was I mean, the Chiefs' line was decimated. Uh, Bucks edge Rushers, that whole line. Um, I said it going in that I liked the Bucks, and the, the defense just really showed up and they got to Mahomes. He was running backwards like 20 yards. I don't even know how many plays he did in a row, but it was miserable. They couldn't do anything. They looked really bad. Um, Tyree Kill had like one nice grab, but dropped a touchdown in the first quarter, which really um I don't know, maybe swung the momentum. But overall, I mean, Tom Brady's Tom Brady and uh he's still got it. He's the goat, so
2: so disappointing. I thought it like I thought it was gonna be okay, like which defense could get a stop first. Um and like I just read the other day that Kansas City, I think, was without two offensive linemen starters. I know the the one guy Schwartz was out, um, and he's been out I think the whole year, but I didn't know they were down two offensive line starters. And if I knew that, it would have been heavy on Tampa Bay. But yeah, my pick, my pick and it wasn't.
1: Yeah, yeah my my pick would have looked a little different, but um yeah. Yeah, just just miserable. Just Tom Brady, man. He's uh, I got crushed. Just diamond. But let's let's talk about let's talk about. I don't know. You guys don't really have to dive into it with me. But I thought the officiating in the first half was
2: a little suspect and just there was some Brady calls. Killing. Some Brady calls for sure. Um, I, that's really all I have to say on it. There's definitely some Brady calls in the first half, Sammy.
0: Uh first of all who's uh have who has a fire in their house right now at that fire line? Yes. Um yeah, James, buddy. Um yeah, no, I mean or- it was a great game. I thought that uh the offici- officiating was not so good in the first half, but some of those calls, yeah, they could have gone either way. The refs for sure were not letting them just play it out. Um they're given a few calls to I would have to say Tampa Bay Um, But I just looking at the whole game, like Gronk had two touchdowns. Antonio Brown had a touchdown. Leonard Fournette had a really good game. Um, All new players, actually, the first year players on the Buccaneers, which is interesting. Um, And they just looked really good. I'd have to say if it wasn't Brady getting the MVP, I think Devin White on the defense should have got it. Um, but I think just that Buccaneers team looked really good. If they can keep some of those guys, I can totally see them doing it again next year. Can I ask you guys
2: this? So, like, I'm I might get slandered by all of our active listeners here, but um, do do any of you guys think Brady's getting too much credit for this? Like, you can't you can't say that he doesn't have weapons on this offense. Like, come on, <laughs> like, come on like i just I disagree, I mean like I mean who would have been playing quarterbacks for them? They wouldn't have made the Super Bowl, they wouldn't have won yeah, but i'm not they, saying I'm not saying Brady isn't part like Brady isn't a large part of them winning it, but like they're making him out to be like this godsend, dude, you were throwing to Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and your third option for the last 4 weeks was Antonio Brown who if you remember may have been the best receiver in the NFL before he lost his damn mind. So like let's let's not like like let's not and and then who did he have in the backfield? He had oh Leonard Fournette God. in the backfield and Ronald Jones who is a very good secondary back. Like their offense was not shit by any means. He's he had more weapons this season than he had Combined in his New England career,
0: he, I'm going to say that if you're saying that same argu- <laughs> argument for Brady, you're saying, "Oh, he's got a team around him." I'm discrediting him as a champion. That's not what I'm saying. So, it what, sounds what like other it. athlete does That's, that? What is that? I'm
2: saying that. I'm saying that. I don't think he deserves like all the okay. credit in the world. Like, I don't think. I think he yeah. deserves credit. I think he was fantastic. He went, dude, this guy went into New Orleans, he went into Green Bay and he beat arguably one of the best teams that we've seen in the last 10 years in the Super Bowl. And that alone is 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 a feat, but like don't act like this guy dragged Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola and you know Aaron Hernandez, you know, on his back to win the super bowl you know what i mean like they they he had he has elite talent around him this time around
0: yeah i mean i was just saying that because you could say the same thing about lebron james and that discredits any lebron James. we're not fans, gonna so.
2: we're certainly not gonna hop yeah. into that tonight sam there's not yeah. enough time we, that's oh, for man, another night sam, another don't show we'll home, talk man about that. there's um, not enough time yeah
0: no we're not gonna start that today um but yeah, I guess. Here's a question. I was on somebody else's podcast on Monday, Ooh. and they asked me the question, um, do you think Tom Brady is the best champion in the history of yes. sports? Yes. I would have to say so, yes. He has more NFL championships than any team alone. Yes. That's, that's awesome.
2: Yes. I mean, it's – I don't know that it's close. Like, he – I mean, you, you, obviously, Jordan, six for six, you know, never going to a game seven. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's so hard to win the Super Bowl, man. Like, it's so hard.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, James, go ahead, bud. I like I, – I'd say
1: Tom Tom Brady, best champion, but isn't um, – well, I guess. I mean, I can't really – my argument was going to be, well, NBA is a seven-game series, but – MJ never needed seven.
0: Um, but you could say like Bill Russell, but he did play in a different era. Like sure. He was the best player of yeah. that
2: era. Yeah. And Brady's. Just... The weird thing is, Brady, like the year that I would have thought that Brady would have won a Super Bowl with ease was that year him and Moss just like destroyed the NFL. And they lost, they lose to the Giants that year, Super Bowl.
0: Hmm. They were yeah. what,
2: like, they were, like, 15-1, and 15-0, and 16-0, fif- whatever they were. Yeah, they were right defeated. And they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Like, that was his best team prior to this team he had this year.
0: Yeah, with, like, Randy Moss and oh. Maroney and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they
2: were good, man. That was a really good football team. and they And they didn't win. So, like, if that doesn't show you, like, the Super Bowl is hard to win. I mean, and
0: I mean, yeah, it's not just Brady. I'd have to say he is a big part of it, but that defense played really well yeah. too. And Jason Pierre-Paul and all seven and a half fingers. Look, too.
1: Yeah. Look, look, look at our look at our boy Aaron Rodgers.
2: He goes to the playoffs every year, one seed NFC Championship. <laughs> he has got one yeah. NFC Championship, so yeah, he's been to the, he's been to the Super Bowl as many times as Rex Grossman. Let that marinate.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, Riley. Yeah, yeah, Riley, get called out, buddy. Um, uh, but, yeah, it was a good game. And did you guys see any of the highlights from the boat parade, championship parade <laughs> oh, for, for the Buccaneers team? Mm, yeah.
2: Tom. Tom's a big tequila guy.
0: He's drunk as hell. Man, he should be. Man. Yeah. He, did you see him toss that trophy? Good for him. From boat to boat? Good for him, yeah. I,
2: I couldn't another, believe another that comp- another completion, another completion <laughs> for <Yeah>. the kid.
0: <laughs> yep,
1: it was it was crazy. That
0: Devin Devin White rode a horse on the field today and stuff. I the boat the boat
1: parade the boat parade's nice. The, I think the Lightning did that too when they won the cup. So boat parade. Dude, for th- 10, how about 10. that?
2: How about that? Didn't the Rays lose in the World Series? Oh the my! Lightning win the cup, and and the. Buccaneers win the the Super Bowl.
1: Holy, I didn't even think about the baseball one.
2: Wow, it could
0: have been a trifecta, right? Those, I mean, that's more.
2: those are their only three sports teams, unless unless you want yeah. to count the Raptors playing down there right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun. damn. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah, yeah, but that's uh, good for the Buccaneers. The, the, we'll see if they can run it back. The next Bears year. beat
1: the box. Uh, 20
0: to 19.
1: Yeah. a big deal behind Nick Foles. See,
0: when I was making my bet last week <laughs> on the show, I should have thought about that. I'm like, oh, you know, if the Bucks win, that would say um, the first team to ever play at home in the playoffs would win a championship. And if they won, us as Bears fans could say, oh, yeah, we beat the Super Bowl champions. So why didn't I take the Bucks Bears? I'm stupid. I, I you did, James. I swear. Remember I you I
1: said bucks. I would on the podcast, and I flipped. Like, I flipped. Ugh. So I'm not going to lie and say I bet the bucks. But yeah, it was it was brutal. It was brutal.
0: Yeah, commercials. Eh, not yeah, brutal. no, not, not, not even.
1: I mean, there was a few, but it was pretty quiet on the commercial front. I'd say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, football is over till next season. And it's you, uh, gonna be a crazy next few months. Sad next. Do few we months, want but... to talk
2: about the Bears really briefly? Like a very yeah. Brief... Why not? Yo, Nick. I did just...
0: you... Okay, I'm gonna give you two N- minutes. Nick. Okay. Did you Nick? Did you go see...
1: first? I'll go first. Nick, did you see that? Um, Nick and Sam. I know I sent it in the group chat, Sam. But did you see the David
2: Montgomery like tweet today? Calm down. Calm down. No, he, yes, he came out with. Did you see the second tweet he had? I, I did. Where but he was how, like, "Dude, I like misspoke." Like,
0: how do you honestly, do that?
2: I mean, yeah, I don't know either. But it just added to the list with this team at this point. I mean, who, were did you see like Carson Wentz? Really? Who, who do we want quarterbacking our
1: team? Who can we? Who do you think we're gonna get? Both of you. Go ahead,
2: Sam.
0: Mac Jones. Ooh. I want him. I want Mac Jones. I mean,
2: uh, the bias in me says Justin Fields, but we all know yep. that's not happening. I want so him. That's
0: not what that's I'm not gonna happen, Here,
2: I'm going to go on, on a limb because I haven't heard much about it. I would pony up and grab Dak. Ooh.
0: It's tough. Like, I was talking to my friend on monday it's like yeah mac jones looked good at alabama i don't know that was probably a bad pick by me hey you know why not keep mitch and do it one more year and say screw it or this is pace's last shot like you gotta get um Wentz lined up with this d filipo guy or whatever who coached him on philly if this is your last last ditch effort if you can't get this right you're gone yeah but you you gotta gotta do it you gotta
2: do it for the right cost though right like Carson Wentz isn't worth a single first-round pick. I'm sorry. He's not. So that's not going to happen. Second of all, like, break this down for me. So you're you're Ryan Pace and you're Matt Nagy. Mitch Trubisky comes in, and you could argue it all you want, but he saved their jobs for another year. Save Mm -hmm.
0: them.
2: And the first thing you do is – you guys are happily in your job seats for next year and you boot the kid that got you there. How does that look on the outside trying to get free agents? And how does that look as a franchise? Mm -hmm. Like, oh yeah, like we, I definitely want to sign with the bears because they'll definitely rock with me throughout my career and my ups and downs. Come on, man. Yeah.
0: This is what I want to do. I want to draft an offensive lineman in the first round. I want to, if I can get a quarterback in the second round, so be it. I like that. If I need to keep Mitch, I'm fine with that. Like, mm-hmm. just put an offensive line around him. That's what everyone's been saying for the last few years. See what he can do. They won't. Why has not? anyone de- I hate him, but like, they won't. Has
2: anyone deciphered Allen Robinson's tweets yet? Oh my god! Because oh, dude, every day it's a new one.
1: He he does the one with Every the day. he does the one with the like you put your um your hand up to like it's a thinking one he does that one all the time he sits on it
2: I'm like come on man he like, what dress. is he talking about I don't oh, know it's so difficult he's going to the Jets he's Damn. going yeah. he's going to the Jets how where I stand with it right now and we can wrap it up Sam so that you can make your bedtime but where I stand with it right now is I'm just gonna wait for the first game of the year. And what the team looks like first game of the year, I'll evaluate from there. But I'm not gonna play this like roller coaster ride every day, watching a new stupid thing come out on Twitter about what they're doing.
0: It's horrible. Yeah,
2: it's, it's brutal. so bad. It's brutal. Tough. It's just it's hard on all of us. You know, we don't deserve that.
0: I thought I thought of a, I saw a funny meme today um, that said, <laughs> "I know one way to stop." brady from winning championships put him on the bears that hurt that hurt me a lot that's
2: that's straight to the palms yeah i just want to uh
0: yeah who knows we'll see what the bears do um i think we should end our football talk there if there anything else comes up this year we will for sure talk about it on the podcast (laughs) um but let's dive into some Chicago Bulls talk, James. Uh, what are you thinking about the Bulls so far in the last ten games?
1: Um, roller coaster season, four and six in their last ten. Lost to the Wizards last night. Mercy put up 101 points against the Wizards. Um, Levine's all right. Kobe White's decent. You know this team's just—they're missing that extra piece. And I wish they just—you know—call it, call it, a, call it a year, be in the lottery get someone get another piece then maybe you attract a, a big fish you got some guys and some new guys in management who know what they're doing and can you know maybe talk to a a big time nba player i don't know what the free agent or um, free agency looks like in the summer but
2: what what do you guys think about the alonzo ball rumors is that is that something that like do do you want alonzo ball in that in that locker room do you want that circus coming to mm. chicago no
0: I don't think he's a circus, but no, I actually think Lamelo's a better player. Yes,
2: yes, one hundred percent.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I
2: don't know enough about either of them. So, well, just watch ESPN because Lamelo is the truth, man.
0: Lamelo's really. He's, go- good he's doing good. Really he's good. going off. Yes. Yeah, he's doing really well. Yes. he's on my fantasy team. It's great. There you go. Good there stuff. you go. Good stuff. My fantasy team is an up and down roller coaster. Also, I sadly had Karis LeVert go down this season with a um, cancerous tumor, um, and then Malik Beasley just got sentenced to 120 days of home uh, arrest or something, house arrest. Tough so, so. luck. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> hitting me from all angles. But yeah, the Bulls—they're uh, in 12th place right now. They're still two and a half games off i guess the eighth seed um and yeah i don't think we should go to the playoffs i think we should go for lottery um it's just uh yeah it's when you lose to the wizards it's not a good time um and yeah they're playing tonight versus the pelicans and they were up 44 to 34 in the first quarter after the first quarter and then they uh Led up 40 points to the Pelicans in the second quarter and they only scored 22. So they are only down one right now in the midway through the third quarter. But yeah, it's tough being a Venus
2: 32. Dude, he's He's great, dude. He's so good. Am I wrong? I
0: think we should. I think he's Nick. What do you think? Should we trade him?
2: No, 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 because he's too young, he's too young and he's a piece to build around um if anything you use them as a chip to attract you don't use them to i mean yeah can you get something back for him yeah but like does that return get you a a product that's even close to what his production is probably not right like you're not going to get you're going to get like a reclamation project and you're going to get a high draft pick and depending on where that draft pick is and who it is you don't know what kind of develop they have development they have to go through so like you have Levine. I think he's. Un- I don't think he's even twenty six yet. I think he's under twenty six years old, and he's doing this. What he's doing right now, you got to bring some guys in to take a little bit of that load off of him. That's that's my opinion on it. I wouldn't move him though.
0: Kevin O'Malley would not be happy with you. He wants to. Uh, he's trying to sell big on Levine now. Yeah.
2: So like the team can rebuild for another forty years. <laughs> like what? Yeah. What a terrible take! I mean, that I'm is. in
0: favor. I'm in favor of both. I love Levine. He's from UCLA. He plays really well. He plays hard. Trade him um, if you can get another guy around him. We could make the playoffs. It's just tough to say. Can we beat like a Nets team, Seventy Sixers team, or somebody else in the Eastern Conference? It's just tough to say.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's the Nets and everyone else. And I mean, I I watched. I think I watched first take like a like a couple weeks ago. And the Nets, I think the Nets lost the night before. And they they go to Stephen A. Smith, who people have their hate, but he's one of my favorites, hands down, one of my favorite people on, yeah. on sports, like sports talk. I love that guy. Um, but he was like, yeah, the Nets are kind of coasting. And I'm like, they're coasting. It's 15 games into the season. They're coasting. Like, and and he was – and he's an avid NBA guy, right? Like, he's he, he reported on the NBA. He knows more about it than anybody else. And you're going to, on ESPN, say that the Nets are coasting 15 games into the season and act like it's no big deal. Like, isn't that a terrible representation of what's going on in that league right now?
0: I hate first take. They only say things to piss people off. They – it's just them opposing sides they're like yeah i'll take the side against the nets oh i'll take for the nets and like they're just trying to get people angry i i hate that show. Uh, but
2: should that team lose a game right if if they aren't it was post- a
0: terrible that's they coward, do. what he said was not accurate they do lose they do
2: games. post, dude they do lose games
0: like they just, they've lost three they just, that's
2: what i'm saying they just lost to the pistons that,
0: yeah
2: should that team yeah. lose a single game no no but they coast because they're coasting. Okay. They don't give a shit. They don't care until the playoffs start.
1: Yeah. What about Kyrie? That's what, what that league is called. What's Kyrie doing?
2: Oh, he's, uh, I mean. His head's out the clouds. Yeah.
0: His head's, he, I'm, I guess he has two heads. His head is in the clouds, uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: the uh, yeah. yeah. first take loves talking about him, that was, too. They that love was, talking about him, too,
0: but. That's why I don't watch. I don't watch ESPN anymore. I'm just tired of hearing only about LeBron, only about like Tom Brady, only about like only the best teams you'll ever hear about. If you want to watch them, actually get good details on like and highlights about other sports, you never watch ESPN anymore, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean it's yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm a big fan of um, what is it? uh nfl game day morning for nfl network mm-hmm. you have that solid and then um whatever mark DeRosa's show i'm trying i forgot the name at the moment on mlb network that's a good one in the morning so if you need other alternatives besides espn those two i it. got
1: nhl network yeah i mean you're not going to see a nice. single nhl highlight on espn so but I feel like an NHL network yeah. does a good like job that, with yeah. it. But yeah, ESPN doesn't show hockey. Yeah. They'll bury Melrose on it for three minutes and then throw him off the, the set. But mm-hmm. regardless, I mean I, I'm like I'm like Nick. I watch I watch first take to just see Stephen A just go off, wear his cowboys hat and you know, just go at it with Max Kellerman. <laughs>
2: Max. yeah
0: i mean yeah i guess it's it's all right it's just not he, i'm not a fan
2: he max lost me what was the what was his like oh. just abysmal take it was like oh the golden state warriors if if he has one shot he's taking andre iguodala oh <laughs> yeah like remember what? That.
0: <laughs> over the best shooter the nba's ever seen he's gonna take andre iguodala <laughs> I'm
1: sorry with just confidence straight confidence
2: yes 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 classic so that yeah that that really kind of eliminated first take from the truthfulness side of reporting for sure
0: yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah well currently the 76ers the bucks then the Nets, that's the standings 1 through 3 in the eastern conference and then the Jazz are still ahead of the Lakers. And then it goes Clippers three, Suns four in the West. Yeah,
1: Jazz are kind of a little Suns. Jazz are a wagon. Suns.
0: Donovan Mitchell. Suns, Suns, Suns
1: just find ways to lose. I've watched them a couple times. I think they're playing the Bucks. They're in fourth place. They're playing the Bucks tonight, so we'll see what they're all about. Yeah. Fair. Fair,
2: yeah. fair, fair. fair.
0: Well, basketball's fun, but um, nothing tops hockey and the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, yeah. The Blackhawks have looked very hot over the last few days. I believe they are four of five in their last five games, um, and we have our two biggest hockey guys on the show tonight. And uh, I'm for sure we're. I'm very. I'm very uh, confident that they're going to deliver some great information. So, guys, uh, just start wherever you want. I heard first of all, actually, I heard Nick. <laughs> Was actually at the Blackhawks game yesterday.
2: I was. I attended in person an event during COVID 19 and fellas, it delivered. It was awesome. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, the mass Nazis were out at the American Airlines Center. Like, literally, like, so you have to, so if you have a beer, right, mm-hmm. you have to you have to drop your mask down, take a sip of your beer and then put your mask back up on oh, mercy. So like the first period, it's a little rough, but then you get used to it. So it wasn't, I mean, I'm telling you like, if that's like, again, I've said it since COVID started. If wearing a mask is the worst thing that I have to do, then I'm good. Right. Like that's, that's not that bad to me. So yeah, I went to the game last night. Um, another really good, back and forth game. These two teams play extremely tight. Um, and they have, I think, for the last four or five years. Every game seems to be either going overtime, going to shoot out. Um, but yeah, dude, it was so much fun. It was so cool to be back in like a sports environment, like live watching a sporting event. So it was cool. I'm I'm very fortunate that I was able to
0: go. I miss Jacksonville. Uh yeah, live sports. It was great. Yeah, but that's cool that you were there last night and you got to see a thriller winner in O T for the second straight night, I believe. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh the Black Hawks have looked good.
2: They have looked good, man. Guys, we were they're put we were we were not not very high. Yeah. <laughs> very high. Well when, I, I mean when Johnny and, and Doc went down you were
1: still you you were still like i don't think everyone's making them seem like they're some washed team and i remember you were kind of like no i think they'll i think they'll compete and then i think the johnny news happened so but they they they're, right. they're, they're right. competing they're, they're in
2: every game they're in every game do you like if you watch them if you watch them for 60 minutes they outskate every team they play they're they're in better shape They, they play any style like they've won game. They beat Carolina a few games ago. They beat Carolina in overtime or shootout, whatever it was. I don't remember or no, it was regulation. They beat Carolina. They beat Carolina in regulation and that was a high scoring back and forth kind of shootout of a game. And then they go into Dallas and win two games, two to one against the team that came out of the conference last year in the cup finals. So like, they're showing that they can play any style of game and it's because they're so young and they're quick. Um, I mean, that, that's my takeaway from the last couple weeks is they've just, they just out skate teams. Um, And they've beat, I mean, they, they like looking at their last, let's see their last four. I mean, Carolina is expected to be, a, a top three team in the division with Tampa and Dallas and they took three of four points against Carolina and then they get four of a possible four against Dallas. I mean, if that's not a good measuring stick for your team, that's this young, I don't know. You know,
1: I, I like that. I like it. I think, yeah. I mean, that's interesting that you say that they, they're out skating these teams. I don't think I've really noticed it, but um I feel like the, the system, they're kind of all buying in. That's what they've all been saying to the media. But I think what you just said, the, um, the measuring stick is here, I think. Two games against Columbus, and then you play two on the road against Detroit. Yeah, two at home against Columbus, then two at Detroit. You got to get three wins. Get three wins? I think this team's for real.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then if you look even farther, you extend that out another couple games, and you got Carolina on the road again. So it's, I mean, it's going to be, we're going to see a lot of these teams. And I think one thing that we have to be careful of is when you start to play these teams a lot, that familiarity comes into effect. Mm-hmm. So how you game plan, how you prepare, um, you start, it's, it, I mean, if you were to play the same team seven times, the games just get tighter and tighter, but you know where those holes are, you know, what ways to attack. Um, to have success, so like the I'm gonna look at the Columbus games. They need to get two. They need to get a win out of the next two games against Columbus. Okay, split. Um, yeah, and then they, you need you, yeah. So James is right. Three of the next four for sure. But I think coming off that trip in Detroit to go to Carolina, those are the two that I'm focused on just because Carolina, while they took you know, the three of four points against Carolina last week, Carolina outplayed them for a lot of those two games. Definitely. Like they, they got hemmed in pretty bad in both those games for long periods of time. So, uh, you know, and then you get Tampa to start the, um, the month of March. So there, you know, there you go. Like this next stretch, I think is going to tell us um, a lot. It's going to tell us a lot, um, and I think a lot of guys are starting to come off that COVID protocol. I know Volquist comes back. Um, Walmart just got yep. cleared to come back. I don't really know that he's necessary right <laughs> now. Um, I think the lineup is fine the way it is. But um, I I saw Madison Bowie played last night. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see the um, game. How did he look? His first game. He looks like shit. I, I'm not a, a huge fan. <laughs> I mean it was his first game in a uniform but I I didn't notice anything spectacular. Um he didn't see he doesn't seem very quick. Um he's big though. Like he's a big body. I want I want to um, the guy that's I want to like, ask I want to uh, ask you about a couple specific
1: guys. I want to ask you about um I don't know, Dylan Strom, DeBrinkert
2: and uh Pius Suter. What do you what do you think of those three guys? Okay, so We'll work with Strom first because to bring it, we, we have to apologize to the cat for how we were on the last podcast.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Strom, Strom. um, I mean, he's your number one center right now. You know, he, he's your number one center and I think he's looked great on the power play. We knew he's talented. We know he's skilled. Um, but I think the biggest issue I have with Strom is I just I don't see the progression in his own end. I don't see him getting better in his own end. I don't see him like taking that next step or even like incremental steps to being better defensively and more responsible defensively. Um, I think he's gotten better in the faceoff circle, which is important because he was terrible when he got traded over here from Arizona. Um, I think he's done better in the face-off circle, but defensively, I just don't see the progression that I'd like to see. Um, or else, to be honest with you, I think he would have gotten extended for a few years, not just the one year. I think I think he only got like a one-year deal, right? I'm pretty sure. I know he got some. He got some sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that limited him from getting that extension that he wanted. So, you know, that's kind of my piece on Strom. I think to bring it since coming off the the COVID list, I mean, he's looked like the 40 gold mm-hmm, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he's active. He's, he's all over the puck. Um, he's getting looks every night. Um, he just looks confident. You know, he's playing with that confidence that we saw when he tucked 40 that year. Um, and, you know, it's good to see, cause they, I mean, they need it. There there's no doubt that without Taves and docked down the middle um, and with some of these young guys still trying to figure out the NHL game, I think to it playing this way is a huge reason for their success in the last, whatever it is, for, you know, five, six games or whatever this stretch is. So that's, that's my take on him. And then uh, Suter, you know, Suter, it's all about his consistency, right? Like he had that game, he has a hat-trick, right? Then he kind of disappeared yep until last night he scores the overtime winner after having a pretty rough first period. He had a few turnovers in the first period. Um, Colleton was talking about just, you know, he didn't have that confidence. His confidence level wasn't in the right place in the first, the first period, but he bounced back in the second and third, and then scored just, I mean, that goal in overtime, that is a high skill in overtime to score that goal. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, I mean I that's my take on him. I think I think he just needs you know, all the young players go through it. They gotta find the consistency level. Um, but I think I think he is a very special find and, and that's another guy that Stan plucked out of Europe that is coming in and, and looks to be a diamond in the rough. So that's my take on those three guys. What do you think, Jim? Sam? Yeah, Sam, go ahead.
0: Uh, I haven't seen much of theater. I'll be honest. I haven't watched too many of the games, um, but I have seen all the highlights. Um, yesterday's goal looked really nice. I think it was Janmark with the pass or something, or he, he who's on the ice last night when they scored the winner in OT. Um, hey, I mean, any, any guys yeah. that are playing well, that are young, that's a positive for the organization. You're not having to dive deep and trade guys like Kane or somebody, big to get draft picks of your young guys you got are already like doing well and like scoring goals playing well I mean whatever um so it's always a positive to have young talent that's playing well um and I just hope Likinen can keep it up in the goalie position I mean he's been clutch so far I think he's five one and three like three OT losses or something um he's playing really well and I think he's could be the guy going forward if he keeps playing well, but this next few games, I think there's six games on the road and we are so far two, three and three away. If that matters at all this year with no fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we got six games on the road coming up after these two Columbus games. So it's going to be a lot of away games. We'll see how they come out of that. But I think these next few um, are going to be really um, telling if, of uh, what kind Definitely of team we couldn't are.
1: couldn't agree more. Um uh Nick, I wanna ask you about uh how did Patrick Kane look last night? Was it good seeing him was it good seeing you him? Know,
2: he It's always good seeing him live. Um he's special man. He he's special. Um last night I, I, I just think in this in these two games against Dallas, he, he's very easy to to stop in a sense of Dallas plays a really fundamentally sound defensive game. So for Kane, he didn't really have much space. He made a couple plays where it's like, yeah, there he is. He's here. Um, but he didn't stand out too much outside of that overtime pass. He made it to Dabrinkit on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looked okay. He had a good look last night. And he tried to pass instead of shoot. But, I mean, I think, you know, he's, he's the heartbeat right now. Um, I think Duncan Keith, too, deserves some credit. Um, but those two guys, I think, have really – not necessarily bought in the system, but bought into what the organization's trying to do and this team if if they don't have those two guys in this mental headspace, I think this team is you know maybe a three win team overall in, in the season um so that you know you can't you can't look for Kaner to have three points a night he's not gonna do that um but you know, he's he's bought into the system. Him and Duncan Keith look incredible. Um, but I am going to put a feather in my cap on my own because I'm pretty sure on the last podcast I told you guys that they're going into camp with Dalia and Suban, but you have to watch out for this Lankanen kid. I said he's coming up too, and he may grab more starts than people think. I don't don't quote Ooh. me on that part, but I definitely said something about Lincoln. I, I definitely, I, did. I, I, I believe it. I believe it. So he's been. I'll fact check it. No, but Sam, you, that's a great. I I didn't even get to that. He's been incredible. He's been incredible. I mean, yeah. Subban
1: played. Subban played the other so, night, and they
2: they beat Dallas one goal. Well, he's looked good. He's only started three games. I thought he would see more. I mean, Lakenin's played so good that it's hard to pull him out. But Subban's only started three games, and outside of that first one in mm-hmm. Tampa, where they're really he didn't really have a chance, um, he's looked good. He looked good in the the Nashville game he played. They think they lost in a shootout, and then he and he looked good in in the game against Dallas where they won on Sunday. So, I mean, they're all just raising their levels. You know, like they're yep. raising their their levels and. That's what that – that is exciting to see, but it's worrisome because they can't – I just don't know that they can continue to do that. But like we've said for the last 10 minutes, like, we'll see what happens in the next seven, yep. eight games. What kind of team – what do they come out with in the next seven, eight games? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, that it it's tough, dude. It, it's another – Chicago team that really like you just take it day by day yeah, and and that's tough. That's tough to to deal with as a fan, you know. Mm-hmm. So,
0: you got any updates on uh good old Jonathan Tays there, Nick?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can get into that a little bit. Um you know, there's a couple things with him. One, you you more important more important than anything is you hope he's all right right like you hope he's he's doing okay and and whatever he's looking to achieve and taking this time off he's getting closer to that goal um if he comes back and plays again great um if he doesn't you know i'm sure the city of chicago will rally behind him and and give him that support um there's a couple of things that i think like that have gone through my head one is with him like the what these guys have to do if if any of you got I don't know if you guys have read just like the covid reports on like what the players are expected to do like whether it's after games in the locker room or, or on the team flight to whatever city they're going or in the hotel it's very 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 regimented it's like you come off the ice and you slap a mask on immediately you know unless you go to the, take a shower after the game, your mask is on in the locker room. Um, then you get on the team flight. Only one guy, like you you can sit next to each other on the team plane, but only one guy can eat at a time. So that only one person has their mask off. You're, you don't get roommates on the road in the hotel. Everyone has their own room. Um, all there is is one common area on the floor. So like hearing all that, made me think, you know, with the way Johnny is, like maybe this was a way for him to, one, I I think he is dealing with some sort of health issue, but it's a way for him to opt out without opting out, if that makes sense. So he, he basically just said, this year I'm not going to, you know, go through all this every time, like, to play the sport I just can't I can't do this and instead of him saying I'm opting out as the captain of the team and for the negative press maybe I was thinking maybe that was something that that he did was he's focusing on maybe rehabbing some injuries that have lingered and and um you know based on what his statement was it sounds like it's a little bit more serious than that but that was just kind of what my initial thoughts were and and what i thought like you know i was kind of holding out hope that this that was really the case but um you know there's there's a serious side to it the organization hasn't said anything the media hasn't said anything it's almost gone forgotten unless someone asks something on a telecast like hey any update on jonathan taves it's not really talked about so that in itself is concerning to me um and you know that's just kind of kind of where I stand with that i don't i' I'm, I'm open to listen to what you guys have to say what you think i mean
1: yeah i mean it sound it sounds serious um, they haven't said much i saw I saw an article the other day where it was just uh it said like the blackhawks aren't aren't um aren't holding anything from from their fans they haven't told us anything that they don't know so which I think is a hundred percent false but um I feel like. It's it's definitely it's it's a health issue um, from all the rumors we've heard and stuff, but you know nothing's confirmed or anything like that. But um, you just gotta hope that Johnny, you know, finds his way back and figures out what he's got going on. But yeah, I mean, Nick, like you mentioned, there's a good there's a side you can look at it too, where maybe maybe he is, you know, he's opting out, doing that, he's taking care of himself. You know, maybe he's gearing up for, like, you know, the long run. He comes back, you know, a year off. You know, he gets back and, you know, he's obviously pro- – I mean, maybe he's working out. I, I suspect he's working out. I actually – I think I heard he's out in Arizona. He's out here. So, um, you know, maybe he's playing some golf and just enjoying himself. But, you know, we haven't heard a lot. And, you know, I just hope he's doing okay because um, he's the man. He's the man. He's one of the most, one of the most underrated centermen in the league and he never gets talked about it's always crosby um but you know he's he's been underrated no one talks about him everybody hates on him puts up great numbers he had a season a couple seasons ago i think he put up great numbers last season he was pretty good so um the jonathan Tate slander is uh, ridiculous he's a he's a great player and you know i hope he gets back for us soon yeah and that's
2: all I got. that's all i got
0: sam I don't really have many thoughts about it.
2: You got anything for us?
0: No, I don't really tap too much on Taze. I mean I just hope he comes back and he's alright. So if he's in Arizona, James, you better get out there and do yeah. some investigative reporting. I don't know what you're doing.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jim. Yeah, you, who knows. Get get him out on the course and and just yeah. be a friend. I'll
1: be the I friend of the yeah. I feel for him. He's doing all right. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure he's I'm sure him and Doc are are like really enjoying the look of this team, and you know they're they're excited and happy for us. I think I saw I think I saw Doc and Seabrook were at practice the other day, so it's good to see the guys are still, you know.
2: That's the thing too, right? That's the thing too. Like for for Taves too. Like you got it. Like you, it's got to be serious to the fact that like he's watching this team and like he knows that he would be integral right now. Oh to yeah, them being even better than they are. Like he could come in, it'd be it'd be a reason for him to be excited. So you think he'd be like chomping at the bit for the most part. So you know that there's something going on to the point where, like, there like there's literally nothing. There's no interviews. There's nothing other than his statement he made before the training camp started. So, you know, again, well, we touched on it, but like we just hope he's all right. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got on on number nineteen, but number one in our in our hearts. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah,
0: well the Blackhawks are playing well and we're all happy about it. Yeah,
2: hopefully it continues. I think um I think they're it's early. Um, you know, Sam you mentioned it. It's it's still early. I mean they're thirteen games into the season, so Let's see what they can do here in the next seven or eight, and we can reconvene and, and kind of fully fully elaborate more on, on what we're seeing and if this is something that could stay. So, sounds good. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And other news around sports, I just got a little bit for everyone. Uh, Didi, Didi Gregorius is staying with the Phillies for the MLB. <laughs> um, Chris Archer is going back to the Rays. Uh, A trade that happened, I didn't really hear about it. Elvis Andrews is going to the Athletics for Chris Davis, the power hitter. Um, Andrew Benintendi just got traded to the Royals today. And uh, I don't know if we touched on it last week on the podcast, but Trevor Bauer is going to the Dodgers. Mm. And we all are not They're going to be good,
1: man. They're going to be good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And also, the NBA has... Mandated that all teams play the national. Yeah, Mavericks.
1: What a bunch of losers! I love that. Mark Cuban.
2: I really have no idea what I. I mean, he's like trying to start something before something happens. If that makes sense, like yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? You know, no one else is doing yeah. it. No one's backing him. No one's backing him. He's by himself. So
0: I can't believe they got away with it for like 13 games. Did they really? Oh, yeah. They haven't been playing it since the start of the year. Maybe, I
1: think. maybe. But I mean, if they, if they, if they were doing that, I if they were know. doing maybe that, I feel not, like I would have heard about it already. Know. But that's if they were doing that. That's 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 sad. I mean, I don't even want to dive into it because I'm.
0: Yeah, we'll dive into another. It's embarrassing, if it comes that's up embarrassing.
2: Again, yeah. La, so. Lamelo, Lamelo Ball, Lamelo Ball, twenty-eight minutes, eight of fifteen from the field. Had seventeen, five assists and two rebounds tonight. And they got, I mean, Memphis. Beast. buried. Bulls are
1: pumping. Bulls are still. Bulls are pumping. They, they, they're up like fourteen.
0: What's the score?
2: Ooh, hey. We'll right. show back. <laughs> or or back. Oh, if you I guys guess. are on Twitter, <laughs> if you guys are on Twitter, it's um there's an account that I follow that throws out like one college basketball pick a day. Um and it's all first half. It's called second half plays, which doesn't make any sense. But it's called second half plays and they'll throw out like uh, you know, Missouri and Arkansas first half are they over. Hot? Are, are and, they hot? Um the the guy the guy's kind of okay. on a heater. I don't <laughs> know I know. It, but yeah. So throw it a follow for that was um Sam's gambling. <laughs> Noted. <court.
0: laughs> yeah.
2: Sponsored Sam's Sponsored Gams by the MGM. Th-
0: also the podcast has its own Instagram channel. So if you're not following the Windy City Wire Podcast Instagram uh page, please uh go give us a follow. Hey. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh I think that's a wrap for another great podcast. So thanks for coming on guys. Always good to talk to you.
2: Thanks for having me again, fellas. I enjoy it. It's always fun. And I'll be in Chicago this weekend.
0: Hey, you are I am.
2: I get in Saturday, uh Saturday afternoon, like right around three thirty or so. So
0: Damn. now
2: that bars and restaurants are actually open, um maybe we sneak out for, for the Hawks game Saturday night. Grab grab a beer.
0: Hey, I'm always down to go to some uh, Edison Park actually. Yeah, are you in town yeah, or no? On
1: Friday, I'll be there.
2: All right. Legit, yeah, I'm coming bro. home for a couple Wait, of days.
0: Wait, you're coming home, James. Damn. All yeah. Right, okay. Saturday night, let's do something. Yeah,
2: let's grab beers and watch the Hawks somewhere.
0: Yeah, let's do it. All right, fellas. Thank thanks, you, thanks, Nick. Sounds good. You got it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Wall or the Windy City Wire podcast um, for Sam, James, and Nick. Thanks for tuning in.